Hello, everybody, and welcome out to another fun-filled episode of Burt Popcorn. I'm your co-host, Mike Laidman, and I'm joined with none other than... Laura Laidman. Each and every week, we take a movie from our past and have a look back and see if it's just nostalgia keeping our heart-praised classic films afloat, or if it really is the real deal and worthy of all the adulation. How are you doing, hon? I have an asterisk. <laughs> okay. For your introduction. You say each and every week. Yes. And for the first time... We had to take a week off. We missed a week. That's right. We had to, due to extenuating circumstances, we took a week off. We hope it does not happen again, but life comes first. So good news is we got new kittens. We got new kittens. <laughs> that's not the only reason why. No, we, we were that's sick. The, that's the fun reason. Though. We were sick. Um, so that sucked. And mm. then we were sick again. So that sucked because we had several episodes worth like backlog just to make sure that this didn't happen or well i mean we we assumed having a kid we might not have time to record episodes all the time exactly so we had the backlog we we had a good solid like three week lead up right yes yes and we burned gone. through that it's baby gone. <laughs> well again sick holiday birthday sick child broke his arm cats yes it's been a lot it's been a lot it's been a real rough few months. Yes. But we got new kittens. Yes. And they are delightful and, and they're cute. keeping They're keeping energy levels high. Because you might have gotten a lot of podcasts with no energy at all. <laughs> well, that was exactly it. We were like, well, we could go scrounge up the last bit of energy we possibly have. And have just the worst podcast of all time, yes. or we'll take a week off. And yep. I'm glad we did because this is a movie I want. I have remarks for this film. Yeah, I was very surprised when you told me you're like, I'm excited to do this one. I yeah, was like, I, I, okay. uh, I reread my notes and I actually reread a summary of the movie because it's been a while since we watched it. But now that I reread the summary, fresh in my mind, and I feel like I have a lot to say. Okay, good, good. Or is it good, good? Or is it bad, bad? Oh, oh. Because Ex- you won't know. Excited, until- excited to talk about it doesn't necessarily mean positive things. I'm excited to talk about our next movie, too. And when you find out what it is, I don't know if we're going to be excited. Good, good or excited. Oh, this is going to be a train wreck. Oh, good times. Good times. Well, we have a ways to go before we can get to that. But let's get into it, shall we? This week, we will be taking a look at Star Wars Return of the Jedi, which originally hit theaters in 1983. Return for the climactic clash between the forces of good and evil. Return to a galaxy far, far away. Return of the Jedi. The next chapter in the continuing Star Wars saga. The battle for freedom rages on. The heart of a hero. The courage of a rebel. The strength of a leader. The loyalty of comrades. The power of the Force. The cunning of the enemy. A destiny revealed. Is Darth Vader my father? A legend fulfilled. An epic of heroes villains, and aliens from a thousand worlds. Eat your crap! The quest continues. The circle closes. The saga lives on. Return of the Jedi begins May 25th at a theater in your galaxy. You know what was exciting about May of 1983? Star Wars? Yes, and that's about it. That is literally about it. When it comes to like, not just 
all these people died because I've stopped trying to include those because <laughs> they're just depressing and it's yeah. like every time. And even then, I'm pretty sure this one didn't even have any of those. But May 10th of 1983, TV sitcom Laverne and Shirley last airs on ABC. Oh, see, that's kind of an important milestone. Right? Yeah. May 20th, Every Breath You Take by the Police is released and is the Billboard Song of the Year, 1983. Well, that's a good one. And on May 21st, David Bowie's Let's Dance becomes number one. Okay. A lot of musical stuff to fill in the space. Yeah, I know, right? That's okay. And then famous people born, because there were all that interesting stuff, famous people who were born in May of 1983 (laughs) include Henry Cavill. Ooh, Superman. And and The Witcher and other things. And The Witcher and... You're like, I don't care about Superman. I really don't. Amber Tamblyn. Who I didn't think was older than me. I'm trying to remember which one Amber Tamblyn is. Yeah, she looks like the other one. Well, which one is she? Is she she's the one who's married to David Cross, right? I don't I don't remember if they ever actually got married. They did, because she wore a yellow dress. Okay. And Star Wars actor Donald Gleason. Oh, well, there you go. Yeah. Did you know he was also in Dread? Uh yeah, he was I knew that. Yeah, he was the guy with the they, they cut the eyes out. Yeah. Yeah. Such a different character. He's yeah. like those he's one of those chameleon actors. Like I always know it's Henry Cavill when I see him in things. I'm always like, oh that's Henry Cavill. I don't know, man. I saw that Mission Impossible movie and he was unrecognizable. With that mustache. With that mustache. My favorite part about that movie is when he like powers up his fists oh, for punching. That. Yeah, he just <laughs> yes. I feel like that's everyone's favorite part of that movie. It's so great. I honestly I don't like Tom Cruise, but I love those Mission Impossible movies. So we'll have to do one of those soon. Sooner or later, yeah. Anywho, anywho, that's about as exciting as May of nineteen eighty three got. That's something. That's better than nothing. Yeah. 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 Man, Henry Cavill is only two years older than me he's and like I, one year older than me which is weird because i always keep thinking of myself as a baby and yeah I'm like, i see i see like movie stars and i'm like those are adults <laughs> yes yes and i'm like wait a minute he's a year older than me wow there you go right i he's one of those people who like being like superman and the witcher and everything else that i was like oh yeah he's gotta be way older than me because i'm i'm basically still zygote Nope, he's two years older than me. How am I this old? Time never ends, hon. It's a cruel mistress that keeps stepping. There's no escape. Death comes for us all. On that happy note, how was the box office in May of 1983? Well, wouldn't you know, a little film called Star Wars (laughs) dominated. I'm shocked. The biggest movie leading into the summer was Flashdance, which I've seen once, so technically we could do on this podcast at some point. Uh, it was followed by two movies I've never heard of, Blue Thunder with 8.2 million and Space Hunter Adventures in the Forbidden Zone at 7 million, which I feel is probably a Star Wars knockoff. It sounds like a porno movie. Maybe. <laughs> Adventures in the Forbidden Zone. And then those were crushed. It's the butt. The butt is the forbidden zone. Those were crushed by Return of the Jedi with just roll on thirty point four million and held for three weeks. Speaking of Superman, yes. it was beaten by Superman three for a week. By Superman three Ugh. for a week, and then reclaimed the top spot at eleven million and held for two more weeks. Staying alive beat it for good at twelve point one million. We own Superman three. Have you ever seen it? Nope. I don't think I've seen any of the Superman movies. It, I've I might have when I was really little. I remember I've seen the second one, most of the second one. And I've seen the third one, and the third one I do not like. And the fourth one I've seen, and the fourth one I do not like. <laughs> and I remember watching the first one just randomly. You've watched the first one with me. We randomly watched it. It was on the like Amazon Prime. And we were like, you know what? Let's watch Superman. I'm sure this is a nice feel-good movie that everybody talks about. And I seem to remember we both were like, that wasn't that great. You don't even remember it at all. So <laughs> the fact that, that, that eesh, I guess that means we won't be talking about Superman anytime soon on I this podcast. I think I might remember a little bit of Gene Hackman in it. He's in it, right? He's definitely in it. Anyway, the top movies of the year were obviously Star Wars at not, $309 million. Terms of Endearment at 108 and Flashdance at 92. 
I forgot when you said Flashdance, my immediate thought was Footloose, and that is not the same movie. No. No, not at all. Very different. Yeah. Just 80s dance movies, but that's what all they have in common. I'm trying to remember which one is the one that has the Neutron dance in it. Maybe neither of them has the do, Neutron do, dance. Do, 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 do. Is that that's the safety dance. Oh. The Neutron dance is, I'm just burning, doing the Neutron dance. I've never seen Footloose, and I think I saw a flash dance when I was like five. So my answer is I don't know. You should know the the Neutron dance. I'm not doing it justice. If I play it for you, you'd know. Well, it. we're talking about Star Wars. Yeah, I know. I'm not saying. And I'm we got Star right Wars now. things to discuss. We have Star Wars things to discuss, and you're raring to go. So let's before we get into what we have to talk about, let's talk about our Star Wars memories. I have none. I really I remember that Ewoks exist. You, you didn't, though. We were talking about it on the other episodes, and you're like, oh, right, Ewoks are well, in this movie. But that's it. I remember that, I've, I remember that move, one of these movies had Ewoks, and I think I'm pretty sure there was a cartoon that had Ewoks. There was a cartoon that had Ewoks. So I remember that. Yeah, it was the e, 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 Ewoks. That was the theme song. What was the main Ewok called? Uh, Wicket. Wicket. I'm pretty sure I might have had a book. That was one of those books on tape you give a kid about oh, yeah, Wicket. Yeah. yeah but okay. I might also be thinking of the Gremlins book <laughs> that we talked about on the Gremlins episode. <laughs> you're confusing, it could be both. You're confusing Wicket with Gremlins. I mean, fair. I guess Wicket and Gizmo, maybe. Exactly. Yeah. Okay. But not the Gremlins. I think it was a Wicket book, though. I don't know. It seems familiar. I might have had a Wicket plush. I don't know. When I was a kid. Yeah. Either way. And... In terms of things I remember from this movie, that's it. Okay. I, so there you go. Again, I was a Star Wars kid. I watched these movies a lot. But the first time I ever saw a Star Wars movie, it was this one. I watched the, th- the it, it was like Indiana Jones, mm-hmm. where I watched them in reverse order. Did I just say something funny? No, I'm just reading some of my notes and I'm like, I'm pretty funny. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> this was the first Star Wars movie I ever saw. And I remember I saw it on a bus going to summer camp like I, I was on my we were going to summer camp and they put it on you know those buses that had the tvs on them yeah i my eighth grade trip which hilariously when i was on my eighth grade trip to ottawa ottawa mm-hmm. we went to see phantom menace right yes so anyway sorry yeah. go ahead so we ended up watching return of the jedi and i had no idea what was going on as you can imagine, like this is the third movie in the franchise. He just starts up and there's this fat slug there talking. And I was very confused. And and then as the movie went on and the adventure all started happening, I'm like, oh, OK, this is this is pretty great. And then we didn't even finish the movie because it wasn't that long of a bus ride. Well, that's it. So I remember that at some point. Leia shows up as a slave to. Jabba. Yeah. In the bikini. Because of the bikini. But, like, I didn't know that from watching the movie. I knew that from other pop culture imagery. Hmm. I see. So. So, anyway, from there, from there, I sought out the full movie. And then that's when I found, if you remember, Empire on a VHS after an episode, after a Star Trek movie. And then also, eventually, my dad bought that VHS box set. And that's how I saw the original Star Wars. So, that is my entire original trilogy journey backwards <laughs> through the trilogy. I mean, been there done that yeah. like who hasn't watched things out of order right yeah yeah so shall we get into to the movie yeah so first up yes <laughs> i can't wait is this, this going to be question time with laura there are quite a few questions or are, yeah we have points about the movie but then it gets into some i might have had a few drinks watching it uh-huh i do remember you were drinking wine if i recall. oh yeah w- wine laura is funny wine laura made quite a few appearances over the break because we were just it was a, it was time for wine. Is what yeah, it was. There's a lot I of time just, for wine. It was a stressful <laughs> few weeks. It's been a stressful few months. So, um, first up, yes. Why did they put a spoiler in the title for the movie? What Return of the Jedi? I mean, I mean, Luke was training it. to be a Jedi at the end of the last. Yeah, movie. but here's the thing: they're not going to call it Return of the Jedi if Darth Vader kills the new Jedi, and he doesn't bring back the Jedi order. So of course it's called return of the, it's a spoiler. It's not, nah, 
It's, it's a spoiler. It's, no, he's a Jedi. He's returned. He's now a Jedi. It's not that doesn't necessarily mean that. But we didn't know going into the movie that he's officially a Jedi. Spoiler. <laughs> oh my god. Did well, you also, know? who makes him a Jedi Knight? Uh, Yoda did. But he left Yoda. Yeah, but Yoda's like, you don't need to. You when they were in that moment, he was all like, you don't good need, enough. You don't need any more training. You're good. Because he just shows up and he's like, I'm a Jedi Knight, and I'm like, according to whom? Also, mm-hmm. question. Yes. Are Ewoks little Wookiees? <laughs> <laughs> no, they're a separate species. But why are they so similar but it, little? Han, are you are you telling me you you haven't thought of like anything in the world in our world where there's like this? Look, but then there's a similar version of this. Yes, like a great day to a Chihuahua. Yeah, those are both dogs, and they're very similar-looking dogs. But they're not—they're not. You asked if of Ewoks were little Wookies. That's not the same. A hundred percent. They come you from said, entirely different planets. They're not related. How are they to the planet? The first one. How do you know what 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 planet do Wookies come from? Kashyyyk. What the fuck? <laughs> well, you were like, how did you know that? Because I've seen they go to Kashyyyk in one of the movies. Which one? The the, the second third one. Wait, what? Revenge of the Sith. They uh, episode three. They go to Kashyyyk. What? You okay? You don't. You don't remember Star Wars movies in general. How are you expected to remember the, the one Vendor? I remember best is Phantom Menace. <laughs> <laughs> they go to Kashyyyk in the third one. Yoda is there. Chewbacca is there. So are a whole bunch of other Wookies. Okay. There's also a whole bunch of other stuff. Like, there's actually uh, one of the video games we have, Star Wars Force Unleashed, begins with Darth Vader on Kashyyyk, hucking lightsabers at Wookiees and like throwing them off of bridges and stuff. It's a lot of fun. Right. Um, <laughs> this obviously gets answered later in the movie. We're jumping around all over the place. We're like, no, because at the beginning, you see the Ewoks at the beginning, right? No, there's no Ewoks at the beginning. They go to Jabba's Palace. Oh, right. I. Th- thought maybe there was an intro at the no Endor. no there's an <laughs> intro there's an intro with darth vader showing up he's at Endor. yeah see yeah he but there's Endor. no there's no ewoks there well it's there like, weren't ewoks running around think, on the death star it made me think of Endor, which made me think of ewoks uh-huh i gotta say the naming of some of these things like how they came up with this are pretty some of them are pretty good. Uh-huh. Endor is a pretty cool planet name. But you don't like Kashyyyk? I don't really like Kashyyyk. What about what about Coruscant? Like, respect to Avatar Korra? Coruscant. <laughs> Coruscant. Oh, no. No, so, okay. So, technically, it's not jumping around. I did have another question, but it does get answered later in the movie, which is, does the Emperor have Force powers? Yes. Yes, he which does. Which we learn he does. And then, oh, right, because when they were at with Jabba, they're singing, right? Yes. Okay, so here's the thing. Let's go back to Jabba. We're in Jabba's palace. And what the hell's with the singing? <laughs> like, this is this is a, a special edition thing that we had to, to live with. So the original, this original sequence is significantly shorter in the original version. And it is not a weird dance number. So, who? Yes, had the bright idea. George Lucas. So yeah, it was weird. It was weird. Anyway, yeah. And didn't you told me that the woman who performed it came back to perform it like twenty years sort later? Sort of. So the the, the woman who is the if you recall, Jabba when they get there already has a sw- a slave. He's got a Twi'lek girl. Tw- they're called Twi'leks. They have the the two. I don't know, floppy things hanging off the top Probiscus? of the head. Yeah. They have that. And the actress, they shot new footage of her when they when they recorded this extended music scene. They recorded a whole bunch of new footage as well. And they brought her back to do more dancing. And I saw in an interview with her where she was like, Yeah, I'm in better shape now than I was when we originally filmed this, like fifteen years ago. Yeah, I can buy it. And you know, it has been the spooky season. Mm-hmm. The season of spooks. The season of the spooks. And I've been, I finished Cassandra Peterson's autobiography, mm-hmm. who is Elvira. Elvira, yes. 
she's 70. Yep. And like, woman's in great shape. So like, at first I was like, wow, good for this woman. She was able, no, that's not 50 years is nothing. Yeah. 50, like, again, I'm still thinking of context of time in terms of, you know, me You're being 15. And, yeah. But yeah, like 15 years ago, I was still in my 20s. And that is a horrifying thought. Yep. So anyway, no, I just, what is up with this song and dance? And yeah, it, they I don't, added it. It's not great. Let's let's try to move fast. It. <laughs> also, did, how did, I didn't realize until I reread the summary of the movie, just to jog my memory. Yes. I didn't realize it had been a whole year since Han was yeah, they don't really they don't really frozen. go into that. They just kind of like we're going to go find Han. Like they so that's that's exactly my thing. Is like going into the movie, I've got quite so many questions that are like, why is Luke at night now? What where did he learn this powers? It's been like a week. How did he do this? Yeah, it hasn't it's been, been a week. year. It's been a while. He's been training for a year and working on this plan for like a year, et cetera, et cetera. And I'm like, yes. oh. So that actually makes a lot more sense. Yeah, like the lightsaber that he has, he had to build that and stuff. And Oh, he built that. He well, built he, I know he lost the other one. Yeah, it's part of your Jedi training is you have to build your your lightsaber. So that's that's part of why he's a Jedi is because he built his own lightsaber. Okay, so this makes more sense. The fact that like, okay, he's he's done the things he needs to do is just build his lightsaber. And he's, again, it's been a year. Yes. In my mind, watching this, I'm like, he, yeah, he looks a little older, but it's because they filmed it later. It's like, no, he, it's been a year. Yes, that makes a lot more sense. Did that answer a whole bunch of questions for you? Uh, no, like one. Oh, okay. um, the rancor is very ugly. Yeah, that's the point. It's a big, scary monster. I did feel bad for the rancor trainer. Right. It made me really sad. He, he loved it. He loved that rancor. There's actually there's a. It's not canon anymore because everything that was pre-Disney got erased from canon. But there's actually a story about that guy and how he found that rancor and how he raised it. And like it's it's he it's his point of view. The story ends with his point of view of the Luke fighting the Rancor fight. And he's all like, oh, he's got him on the ropes. He's gonna get this guy. Don't even worry. And then what happens to the Rancor and the guy's sudden like, no. The thing is though, mm-hmm. so I feel bad for the guy. Like he obviously loves his Rancor and everything. Yeah. But they are using the Rancor to kill and eat people. Yes. So. Is that guy a good dude? It would be like Werner from Hannibal loving the pigs that he used to eat people. Well, that's the thing, though, is he's not he's not the guy feeding them to the Rancor. It would be like the guy Werner pays to take care of the pigs, loving the pigs that are eating people. I was like, no, the pigs are innocent in this. Yeah, and the rancor is innocent pigs. in this because it's a rancor. But like the the trainer is not a good dude. Because he is allowing his rancor to be used to kill and eat people. So I shouldn't feel that bad for him. I mean- the entire like Jabba's palace is full of criminals and stuff. So yeah, I mean, don't really feel bad for them because they're all not good people. Well, except for that poor lady who's dancing. Yeah, I guess she's okay. Well, feel bad for her. Yeah, she got I eaten. Do. I do. She got eaten by the rancor. I do like their plan ish. Like it seems like it works out. Better than expected, but not. It, yeah, it doesn't go off without a hitch, but it, it definitely works. succeeds. It works. They, you know what I really liked? Okay. So I was kind of like the whole time watching it, I've been like, well, this is a bonehead idea, but it ends up once they're out, like doing the walk off the plank thing to the, what is it? Sar- Sarlacc. 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 Sarlacc pit. There was like a lot of tension there of like, I. So I don't remember these at all. Yeah. I know Lando gets his own movie later. It's a prequel. And it's the Han Solo movie that Lando's in. Oh, that. Yeah. So that's all when they're younger, though. So it's a prequel. Yeah. I honestly was very worried that Lando was going to die. Yeah. I thought he was done for. And then I thought he was done for again later in the movie, too. Oh, so, when they were doing the, the Yeah. So I was like, that stuff. actually, I was actually very concerned for Lando. I just figured, you know, like he was 
built up as a character for you to like and care about and then have an emotional response when they get killed. But no, Han being blind because of the carbonite, mm-hmm. again, very tense. I, I like that. Boba Fett went out like a bitch. Yeah, I, I forget. It's funny. Getting back to Lando very quick, because we all know that Boba Fett went out like a bitch. And basically, they're doing this entire thing right now to make Boba Fett come back and and like redeem himself with all of the stuff that they're doing in, in Mandalorian and his own show. I know, but- I know that because like I watched a couple episodes, but I don't know from what I you've told me and everything. Timothy Oliphant shows up looking like Boba Fett. Yes, but it isn't Boba. He's Fett. not Boba Fett. He just has the armor, and then Boba Fett himself shows up later. Who plays Boba Fett? The guy who played Boba Fett in the prequel trilogy. Tamora Morrison. He's a okay, he's a New Zealand actor, which is great, and I'm glad he gets to play his character again and etc. That's fine. Mm-hmm. But I gotta say, if you want to make Boba Fett seem badass, Timothy Oliphant, <laughs> right? Okay, but to to get Tamora Morrison has to play him because tech, I said Tamora Morrison played him in the prequel trilogy. Not exactly true. He played Jango Fett, who is his father. Oh, yes. He's yeah, a clone he's, of him. Yeah. So he has to be Tamora Morrison because Tamora Morrison was Jango Fett. And he's a clone of Jango Fett. Yeah. Anyway. Yes, I, I agree. Timothy, Timothy Oliphant as Boba Fett would have been pretty neat. But anyway, getting back to Lando, when you're all like, I thought Lando was going to die. And I'm like, oh, right. You didn't see Rise of Skywalker because Lando is in it. Yeah. 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 I had no idea. Wait, is it? It's not Billy D. Williams, though, is it? It is Billy D. Williams. Oh, nice. Okay. Yeah. Well, I guess. Well, yeah. Why they brought everybody else back? Well, unless like he died. But... They brought back. If if somebody could be brought back, they brought them back for the Disney movies. Yeah. Well, it's like, easy when you get guy, a dump truck full of money. If I remember, the guy who played Wedge comes back. It's been a while since I've seen the movies, but I'm pretty sure Wedge comes back. And Wedge is like, I don't know what a yeah, Wedge is. I, Wedge is a person. He's a guy. Okay. He's one of the pilots. In every movie, there during the X-Wing dogfights, there's a guy who's there. He's in all the movies. He doesn't die in any of them. His name's Wedge. That's his character name. What? Wait, 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 wait. Wait, we're getting ahead. What? Is he the red team leader? Yes, he is. My last note is, I'm glad red team leader made it. <laughs> So there you go. I like Wedge. There you go. Yeah. Oh, he comes back. Wedge comes back. He's That's in. So he's nice. in a few movies. I don't remember how many he's in, but he's in at least three. That's lovely. Because he's in. Uh, he's in Empire, and he's in the original as well. Hmm. He's just a you know a recurring character who's. Yeah, I liked it because I recognized him from the other ones, and I was like, oh, I'm glad he makes it yeah. because like in, in like those sorts of fights, I mean, a yeah, lot he's of people in, don't. He's in the big party at the end and everything. Yeah. Oh, that's a delight. You know what else is a delight? The fight scenes on the the whole thing, the choreography. So, you know, one of my big complaints about Empire. Yes, was the the, the lightsaber the choreography. slow choreography. Yes. It's just like, was Darth Vader just dumbing it down to... Just toying with him? Yeah, because it was very sluggish and slow. And in this one, it was much... All the fighting, like Luke's fighting was much faster, more capable. See, he's better now. He's an actual Jedi. Yeah, now. like higher act, like higher energy. I I really enjoyed the fight in the... the s- on the sail barge? Yes. Yeah, on no. that. Uh, I really liked that Leia murdered Jabba. <laughs> yes. Yeah, it's, it's really Didn't funny. know that that was a thing. Yeah. She, that's the thing. So... I've always, because again, I don't remember, I really don't remember these movies. Yeah. I really didn't get the hype for Leia, except for the fact that like she's the only lead female Star Wars character from the original trilogy. Mm-hmm. Having now watched all three movies, I get it. Yeah. She kicks ass. She's smart. She's capable. She's confident. Like she's not just Luke's sister. Without her, I feel like a lot of this stuff could succeed without Luke. I feel like none of it could succeed without her. <laughs> okay. Okay. Like, she just is better at a lot of stuff. Because she has, she sort of does some Jedi stuff too later on, right? Sort of. Sort of. Very. She never actually becomes a Jedi, but she has. She, yeah, she does. She's, Jedi powers. She has force powers. Yeah. yeah. So she. Yeah, because you can have force powers without being a Jedi, right? 
Yes. Yeah. You can yeah. be force sensitive. Yeah. I mean, it makes sense because like you have to choose to become a Jedi. Because you could also choose to become a Sith. That's true. You could choose to be neither. It's true. There, are, I'm pretty sure there are there are several characters who are neither. There are some people who are Jedi who are just like, I don't want to be one anymore, and they just don't be a Jedi, but they still use the Force. Like Obi Wan Kenobi. No, he stays a Jedi. Oh. He just goes away. Like there's a character. But he just said he just. I didn't say him. I but said he other chose characters. Chose to go away and not. There are other characters. Okay, if you would watch. If you'd watch The Mandalorian, Rosario Dawson shows up as a character named Ahsoka Tano. I know about her. Ahsoka Tano was a Jedi who who was disenfranchised with what the Jedi were doing. She walked away. She continued to use lightsabers. She continued to use the Force. She's just not a Jedi. Yeah, I've heard about her. She's pretty cool. She was she was like Anakin's apprentice, right? Yes. Yeah, and she's getting her own TV show. How did Anakin have an apprentice when he was still an apprentice? Because he graduated and then he got an apprentice. He's not. He's not. By the time the third movie rolls around, he's not an apprentice anymore. Oh, that's when he kills the younglings. He's yeah. So in the first movie, he's a little little kid. In the second movie, he's an apprentice, and in the third movie, he's a knight. He's not reached the rank of master, which is part of the reason why he decides to kill all the younglings. Rude. Well, Sounds very incelish. Well, he you know, guy's got some problems. Obviously. Yeah. Anyway. Obviously. So Leia. Yeah, no, her her killing him was great. Like she, I don't know how you how much strength it would take to kill something with a neck that big. It's a big neck, but she does it. Mm-hmm. It's awesome, and I have to say, the whole rescue escape. Like I actually have a note that says, "Jabba rescue escape from Jabba," is my favorite part of the whole series so far. Really interesting. That whole opening, favorite part of the series so far up to that point. I was actually really entertained by the whole thing. It was a really good plot point. The energy was high. The storytelling was good. I didn't have a ton of complaints about the CG. Had some. <laughs> like the... The dance number. The dance number. Yeah. The CG sand ships. Um, the CG, those sand ships weren't CG, though. Those were the original shots. Really? Because they look like a really old computer game. Well, it's really old special effects. No, they look like a 90s computer game. No, no. All right. I'm pretty sure that those are the original shots. Yeah. So, okay. So, they succeed. Mm -hmm. Han is free. Yep. After a year. Again, so I didn't realize this was so close together because I was like, because then Luke is like, I have to go back to To Dagobah. Yeah. And see Yoda. Mm -hmm. And he gets there. And I'm like, so he gets there and he's like to Yoda, like I guess more training or something. Yeah, he wants yeah. to he wants to finish his training. And Yoda's like, originally he's like, you can't leave, you need more training. And now he's just like, meh. Doesn't care. It's not that he doesn't care. It's just that he thinks that Luke has learned what he needs to learn. I don't know. He seems very mad. Yoda There's, seems Okay, the chances are I don't like Yoda. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I'm gonna just say it. Uh-huh. I just I was really looking forward to the Yoda stuff because uh-huh. like Yoda's super famous. He's very popular. Very popular. Everybody loves baby Yoda. Yeah. And I'm just like, okay. Baby Yoda is a different character though. I know, but the same species. But I get I get what people are Grogu. Grogu. So is Grogu was he already doing training and should general? we talk about this? <laughs> Real quick, was he already because when I was looking at a list earlier of like known jedi who survived after like the prequels yes grogu is on there yeah yeah was he he was training? a he was a youngling okay i don't believe they've specifically said you know what he was doing at the time but okay just so i know just so i know i was really looking forward to the yoda stuff i thought i was gonna be like into yoda and mm-hmm. yoda is just annoying <laughs> okay is it his speech patterns or just because he just He's not a helpful character. No, you don't think so? I think he's like, he needs to be there to encourage his, his method of teaching and encouragement and such. It's like, Yoda was the leader of the Jedi for a long time, right? He wasn't the leader, but he was a high ranking council. Who was the leader? They, they have a council. Do you remember that room where they bring Anakin and there's like a no. 
Okay. Phantom Menace was the one you remembered most. I'm just saying. Most, not entirely. <laughs> mm-hmm. There's a room where the council sits and they all decide things together. It's There's no leader. Okay. So, yeah, I expected him... Because, like, you know, he's all this wise sage of there is no try. There's mm-hmm. a, like, do or do not. There is no try or whatever. I'm like, okay, I'm expecting some wise sage. He's just a jerk. And, like, <laughs> I guess in the 70s and 80s, like, I get that, like, that was parenting. It was just, like, you know, your kids were all latchkey kids. And, you know, you're, you're like, oh, you got to cry? I'll give you something to cry about. And, like, okay, I guess that's what parenting was at the time but like he could have been really more encouraging to luke okay i'm just trying to think of how he could be more encouraging hey luke you're doing a great job i gotta sit down with you Mm -hmm. darth vader unfortunately is your dad Uh you have a twin sister Mm -hmm. i know this is coming as a shock to you and if you need to take some time to process that i understand I'll be here when you're ready to talk and, you know, whatever you need, just let me know. I know you're here to train and I'm going to help you with that as to the best of my ability. Meanwhile, boom. Meanwhile, he just blurts all this crap out on his deathbed. Yeah. And and it's half of it still riddles. And then he's not even like, he's like, oh, you need someone to help you process this trauma. You know what? (laughs) (laughs) And then Obi-Wan shows up and helps him process his trauma. Obi-Wan is a ghost. He's a force ghost. He hangs out, talks to Luke. So let the record state that you think Yoda sucks. I do not care for okay. Yoda. Okay. Okay. And there is no or, or do I? Because I don't. <laughs> okay. I'm sorry. That's, I know he's fun. super popular and I know people like Yoda. I do not. Okay. There is no try. Or I do not. I do not. Mm-hmm. How did he figure out Leia's his sister? Because he could feel it in the Force. I guess. So there's a lot of leaps of faith you have to take here. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I should realize that by now. And I'm not being like everything needs to be spelled out for me. I'm just like he's just like oh, Leia. It's like. I mean, we knew that, but uh, we knew that because, like, this movie is 30, oh, my God, 40 years old. It's not 40 years old Pretty yet. close. It's getting there. It's getting close. Right? And I'm like, oh, well, that'll do it. That's that's why. Am I boring you? <laughs> no. I'm old and it's late. Uh-huh. So, yeah. It's 9 p.m., by the way. Yeah, I know. <laughs> <laughs> So they're they're going to Endor. Yes. For their new plan. Yeah. Because there's a new Death Star. Mm-hmm. And they had to disable the shield for on Endor. Okay, well here, before we get to the okay, Endor you stuff, do, you, I I wanna I wanna yeah, get your you talk, you talk to me about your thoughts. No, I I just wanna I just wanna get your thoughts on something. What was your thought when you found out like they're they're at their briefing of you know, hey, everybody, this is what our plan is. We're going to go after the new Death Star. We have a team that's going to go in on the ground and try to save everybody by, you know, blowing up the, the radar dish. And and when you found out that it was Han who volunteered and he was like a general in the, the Alliance, what did that do for you? So I don't know how he became a general so quickly when he's been frozen in carbonate for so long. <laughs> He, if you recall, in the last movie, he was helping out then as well. Yeah, he was helping out. Did he get back? And they're like, look, we appreciate that you were frozen carbonite. Here's an honorary title. Maybe. <laughs> or was it like, look, we need someone to lead this mission. It might be a suicide mission, but we'll give you a title for doing so. Okay, I, I like that. Either way, I like that you're focusing on that. The rank. I, I was talking more about Han's arc through the three movies. That said, mm-hmm. I did enjoy that. Yeah, I did enjoy that Han, having been around decent people for so long, has become a decent person himself. Mm-hmm. I did like that arc. So there you go. There we go. So yeah. So we're going to go down to Endor. Yes. Which is when we finally see the Ewoks. And I will tell you, as much as I was looking forward to seeing the Ewoks, Uh 
I was really, really, really expecting that this, because like up until this point in the movie, I really liked the opening with Jabba mm -hmm. and like all the setup here. All what the about the speeder bike chase that just happens right before the Ewoks show up? Like all this stuff, everything leading up to Endor. Mm -hmm. Except Yoda. <laughs> Except Yoda. But even then, I'm really glad he died. <laughs> So everything leading up to this part, uh -huh. I'm like, I'm really digging this. I have to admit, I'm enjoying myself. Mm -hmm. But we're going to get to Ewoks. And as much as like as a kid, I'm pretty sure I remember liking Ewoks because of the cartoon. Mm -hmm. Ugh, how are Ewoks going to hold up? Is this going to be weird? Uh -huh. And I kept waiting for it to be stupid. And it never really got there. Yeah, Ewoks aren't as bad as people think they are. Yeah, like, I remember it, it wasn't. It was they, like, the Ewoks no. get a lot of crap, but like it makes it makes sense. Like, did they have to be like these little guys? I don't know. Just be fluffy and cute. I don't know. But basically, being a primitive species on this planet, it's a moon. <laughs> They're on the moon of Endor. <laughs> so they're on the moon of Endor. <laughs> Primitive race, I guess. But like seeing them, because so far in these movies, you've either got creatures like the Tauntauns who are just horses. Yeah. Or everyone... Is part of this intergalactic or galactic or whatever federation. They all know each other and are aware of each other. And yeah. but it seems like the Ewoks are doing their own thing and they're not really part of any of this. And they've been invaded by these terrible stormtroopers and yep. stuff. So like their motivation for one thinking, wait, who do they think was their king again? Uh, they saw C three PO was God. Yes. Yeah. So it's one of the robots and I couldn't remember which robot but C-3PO makes sense and like again I kept waiting for it to just go too far into stupid yeah because like that's one of the things I remember about the newer movies is not the newest movies but the prequel trilogy is they very quickly could stray into stupid mm -hmm. and it never really got there with the Ewoks it was close but it always stayed fun. Yeah, the Ewoks gets very silly, but it, like you said, it's it stays fun. Like the Ewok on the speeder, or or the the Ewoks trying to trip the Walker with a rope. <laughs> yes, yeah, like because they don't understand that that thing I is didn't enormous. Like, and I, didn't like I know, I know, the the Walkers are again stop motion, and you hate stop motion. Ugh. Give me chills. Hate it. So anyway, yeah, no, um, I like that. They're basically, I like that the Ewoks were going to kill them all. And eat them. And eat them. I was going to say cannibalize them, but no, they're different species. Yeah, it's not the same. But this whole thing, like, Luke also just volunteers to, like, be taken captive by Darth Vader. Yeah. Well, he's got to, he realizes he needs to confront Darth Vader eventually. And because Darth Vader can sense his presence... He's endangering the mission by being there because he's basically he's basically a tracking device for the to the team can be detected by because Darth mm. Vader can just be like, that's Luke. Let's go there. Blow up those guys. You know, you know what he should do? What? Get in his X-Wing. I just fly to the other side of the galaxy. And do nothing and not help at all. Well, no, because the then he would like draw all their firepower to follow him. Well, he wouldn't draw. The, Not all of them, but like at least Darth, Darth Vader. Vader. Yeah. And then the other team doesn't have to worry about Darth Vader. Because if his plan hadn't worked, I mean, then they still got to deal with Darth Vader right there. Yeah. I mean, technically, the plan still succeeds without Luke. Yeah. Because See, they, again, wouldn't have succeeded without Leia, but it succeeds without Luke. Yeah, because Luke is up there. Mm. Well, I don't know. Because that's the thing. If Darth Vader isn't up there 
you know, because Luke is up there, is he down on the on the moon fighting people and stopping them from succeeding? Because, I mean, on one hand, you could look at it as Luke didn't really like, I mean, sure, Luke is there for the death of the emperor and everything. And that's important because if, yeah, no, I guess, yeah, Luke, they need Luke because Luke tricks, tricks. He turns Darth Vader back to good and Darth Vader kills the emperor. And if that doesn't happen, maybe they still blow up the Death Star, but the Emperor perhaps leaves and continues the fight. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, because we we learned, like, the other thing, the fight choreography between Luke and Vader at this time is much better. Mm -hmm. It's faster. The lightsaber is more impressive. It's not just, like, clang, clang, Mm -hmm. clang. It's what, you know, I was expecting from a Star Wars movie. Yes. And thanks, uh, Phantom Menace. Nobody had double ended. <laughs> they should have. They should have. Mm-hmm. Or Kylo Ren with his with his little cross guard or whatever it's called. What the hell is that about? There's some weird lightsabers. I mean, if you remember, I guess if you're making your own, you could do whatever you want. If you remember Darth Tyrannus, who is no. Christopher Lee. Oh, his is basically like a walking stick. It's got like a bent handle. Really? Yeah. Why? Because he wanted it that way. I don't know. I mean, if you're making your own, you can do whatever you want. Yeah, it's true. What would I make? I don't know. Anyway, but like, obviously they're trying to make Luke mad because apparently being, having any emotion. It's a negative emotion and having negative emotions leads to the dark side. Okay, look. Okay, Laura's going to lay down some serious Star Wars knowledge. (laughs) No, (laughs) I just like they're like any negative emotion leads you to the dark side. And I'm like, people are allowed to have a bad day. Hun, I don't know if you know this. Anger leads to hate. Hate leads to suffering. Suffering leads to the dark side. Fair, but there's a difference between someone who's always angry and hateful leading to the dark side. Mm hmm. Luke's having a real bad day. <laughs> and he's generally a pretty likable, like, you know, doing a, doing a good job, dude. He doesn't seem like he carries a lot of hate in his heart. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And yeah, he's pretty pissed that like his friends could die. And I think that's fair. And the Emperor's taunting him the whole time. Yeah, like that's I would say I would be more worried if he was like, meh, because like that absence of that apathy is also bad. Mm -hmm. So like this whole idea that you can't ever be mad is silly. And like, I guess it obviously doesn't work. It's more embracing the anger. Yeah, but he's not even embracing it. He's trying to, he doesn't want to be an angry person and he's obviously fighting up, but he's allowed to be angry when his friends might die and he's trying to help his friends and some old dude is taunting him and his dad is trying to kill him. His anger is leading to hate. That's one more step towards suffering. (laughs) I would say, I would say hating the dude who has a weapon that can blow up planets is not necessarily a bad thing. Mm -hmm. Having apathy toward that gentleman is probably worse. What if it's strong dislike? Maybe that doesn't lead to anger and that doesn't lead to hate. Like, I just, I don't, (laughs) I don't get their thought, but like, again, it, Luke has proven to be right that like he can be angry and still a good person. So, I mean, maybe that's part of the whole point Mm -hmm. because Luke is obviously really pissed off and he still doesn't turn to the dark side he convinces his father to turn to the light side Mm -hmm. but i'm just kind of like he i know we get the prequels which shows anakin going towards the dark side like i feel like because this was obviously long before the prequels so i'm not gonna you know what it's not fair to it to be like we saw anakin and the things he did he killed the younglings Mm -hmm. i don't know if there's any going back from that Apparently there is. But that's thing, like, so my question earlier, does the emperor have powers? Yes. yes. Lightning powers. Lightning powers. Force See? lightning. Does anybody else have force lightning? Yes. I'm trying to remember, but other characters have force lightning. Neat. Yeah. 
it's it's more seen as a dark side power than anything. I would say light shooting your enemies with lightning would make me think that person might be on the dark side of the force. Yeah. Also, the fact that they're well aware that they're on the evil side of the force and cool with it is a little like, are we the baddies? Yeah. You know, it's actually it's funny that you mentioned that because there's there's one force power that you that Luke uses in the movie. And I was always like, that's a little dark sidey. If you remember, when he gets to Jabba's palace, two guards come at him and he's like, choke you, choke you. And then he walks off. <gasps> Do you remember that he did that? Yeah. Yeah, he just chokes some dudes. Like, I don't think he kills them, but he just chokes them and walks away. Well, he probably inherited that power from his daddy. Well, it's just a fourth power. But he probably inherited an ability, like a proficiency with it from his daddy. Perhaps. 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 Yeah. But we have this big fight with the double cross, the ships, and blah, blah, blah. The big fight with the double cross. I have to bring up one thing. Okay, please And I brought this up at the time, and you were like, what? You are on the internet all the time. You know a ton of memes. Yeah. How did you not know it's a trap? Because. It's used so often. So anything can be used as either. It's a trap has been in a million things, though. Like it doesn't have. No, but that specific Admiral Akbar, it's a trap. It's everywhere. But I don't care about star wars so you, but you didn't how would you know that fish dude was was star wars i didn't recognize that fish dude i that's the thing you might i i mean i i expected you to be be at least be like oh that's where that comes from no. you had no idea no, no idea no i was it was a trap and i and you fell in i fell in I didn't realize it because I don't know who Admiral Akbar. I've heard the name Admiral Akbar. Mm-hmm. Didn't realize he was a fish bulb. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, yeah, he yeah, I've never never had any knowledge or concern about it's a trap before. I so see. I'm sorry, I I didn't know. Well, there you go. Yeah. So obviously they win the fight. Yeah. Some more people die. Said <laughs> some more people die. <laughs> the red shirt, the the red team leader made it. Wedge, and I was, yeah. Wedge made it. I was very happy that Wedge made it. Also, one more note that the, I actually wrote before this, but I do want to bring up. Okay. So Leia finds out that she's Darth Vader's child as well. Yes. And she does tell Han, mm-hmm. and the look on Han's face—it's like Han. He's my father. I'm, you know, I'm Luke's well, no, sister. She says he's my brother. Luke's my she brother. She doesn't say anything about Darth Vader being her father. Yeah, but like, obviously, one plus one equals two. Han figures it out. And he seems really psyched that her dad is a genocidal maniac. No, I, he's psyched that he doesn't have to compete with Luke anymore. I know, but like, you'd think that other, like, the gravity of that should sink in. Like, if I found out your dad was actually like, Pull pot. I would be kind of upset. But here's the thing, though. It's not like she was hanging out with him being like, yeah, I approve of all you do. No, but like still, I would be like, oh, my God, we're going to have to unpack a lot of trauma <laughs> and uh, probably use some therapy. Uh-huh. And uh, just knowing that, oh, my God, now my son is actually related to pull pot. Like, that's a lot. Right. Right. So there you go. There you go. And that's a Star Wars. That's the Star Wars. That's the Star Wars to end the original Star Wars. Well, and then we get ghosts. Yeah, all the ghosts at the end. The ghosts at the end. We saw the version with new ghosts. With not the old new ghosts, ghost, yeah. Okay. Because the old ghost, the original ghost was the guy who's in this, the Darth Vader suit when Luke takes his mask off. David Prowse. Not David Prowse. Oh. Yeah. It's complicated. David Prowse. Was the guy in the Darth Vader costume? Why are you like crawling up? Like, oh my god, Mike! Why are there five people playing one character? Sometimes that's what you got to do, right? And it's not five people; it's three. No, 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 no. You've got the kid. You've got Hayden Christensen. Okay, well, the kid in Hayden Christensen makes a little more sense because it's like different periods. David Prowse. You have apparently another guy, and you have James Earl Jones. That's five people, one character. Yeah. 
there are two people that play Obi-Wan. Is that a problem? No, because that's different. Oh, that's different. That's old and young. Old and young happens here too. There's young, young, old, old voice. The guy that <laughs> is David Prowse, the guy in the suit, has like a ridiculous Scottish. I shouldn't say ridiculous because that makes it sound like he sounds like a weirdo. But his he's got a weird. Oh, now I'm, I can't stop saying weird. He's got a very thick, thick there is the word go. that I wanted. Thick Scottish accent. And they didn't want to use that. So You don't think there's Scots in space? That's racist. What about Scotty on Star Trek? They embraced it. That is a different franchise. Anyway, they didn't want to use his voice. And then when they did the unmasking, for whatever reason, they they cast a different actor. There's actually a, a documentary about David Prowse and how kind of pissed off he was about the whole thing because he didn't know that he didn't do the voice for Darth Vader until he was watching the movie and James Earl Jones's voice came out of his mouth. That's rude. And then later on, the other he's they're watching the third movie and they take his helmet off and it's a different dude underneath and he's like what the hell is this? They they actually there's a documentary where they talk about how why, you know, it should have been him instead and they actually film they film the scene. They they put him in the makeup and everything, and they film it. And then they they did a screening of the movie where they edited the scene so that it had the Prouse version instead of the the Sebastian uh, Sean version or Shaw Sebastian Shaw was the original the original guy in Return of Jedi who plays Darth Vader on Mass. So they edited him out and put David Prouse in in this documentary, and you don't get to see it because. They wouldn't let you like Lucasfilm was like, you cannot show this footage in your in your thing. So but he's like in full makeup. Why would they put like the, what does David Prowse look like? I just assume that's what David Prowse looked like with a lot of makeup. No, that's not what David Prowse looks like. Oh, my God. My whole life has been a lie. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So anyway, we saw the version where it's Anakin. As the go, or it's the, yeah, it's the Anakin ghost as uh, Hayden, Christensen. Hayden Christensen ghost, with the extended party sequence with a different uh, different song at the end. One of my favorite parts about the Ewoks is on Mission Hill, when one of the actors who played one of the Ewoks was a guest at a convention they went to, mm-hmm. and there was a fight at the convention, and he was like, "Let's all sing the song," and he's like, "Jub jub, dub jub." I'm pretty sure you told this story on either the Empire recording or the Star Wars A New Hope recording. Maybe it was all three. Yeah. <laughs> I'm pretty sure you've told this story on the Or this maybe I just told before. it to you. No, it's definitely oh. on the podcast. Jump, jump. <laughs> I'm pretty sure it's the last time. It was when you realized there weren't Ewoks in the first or the second movie. You you told the exact same Ewoks. I'm pretty sure it was the first movie. We got to the end of the movie and I was like, there's no Ewoks. Wait, where are the Ewoks? Where's Yoda? Where's Yoda? Yeah. 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 There's a lot of stuff about the first one that I was like, this can't be right. There's a lot missing. Yeah. Anyways, that's Return of the Jedi. Yay. Yay. I did it. I did it. You did it, hon. You made it through three Star Wars movies. I did it. Yep. It took six weeks plus extra to actually talk about it. Yep. But you did it. It's done. Thank God. That's what we thought of the movies. But critics had their own thoughts back in 1983. So, Laura, why don't you tell us about some past reviews? So, this movie currently holds an 82% critical and a 94% audience score on Rotten Tomatoes. Arthur Knight of The Hollywood Reporter said, Unfortunately, it conveys the sense that the machinery has already started to wear down and the inventiveness to wear thin. Michael Wilmington of the Chicago Tribune said, the film is a huge rousing finale that revolves all plot, or sorry, resolves, I have a typo, resolves all plot twists, settles all accounts, reunites old friends, and sweeps to a climax that blows, that all but blows the theater apart. Roger Ebert said, at the end of it all, after three movies, we've taken an epic fantasy journey. Lucas has in common with all great storytellers the ability to create a complete world. It won 
obviously some awards. Mm-hmm. Won special achievement in visual effects Oscar and nominated for best art direction, sound effects editing, and score. It won the following Saturn Awards, which were actually, at the time of this recording, yesterday for this year. Oh, really? Yep. Best sci-fi make film, best uh, actor, Hamill, best costume, best makeup, best special effects. Nominated for best actress, Fisher, supporting actor, Williams, director, writing, and music. Well, there you go. Fancy fun. Fancy. Yeah. Well, let's get into what we thought as our final our final ratings for these Star Wars movies. I mean, I'm giving it a double butter. I mean, I am. And I actually, I actually always think of, because I haven't seen, I haven't seen Return of the Jedi in a long time. I remember that of the three, it was always the one that I was like, it's not the good one. Like, like not that I didn't like it, but it was like my least favorite I want to say that tends to be, it seems like a lot of people's consensus from like reading the critical reviews, the score on Rotten Tomatoes is slightly lower. The critic reviews were all kind of are like, it isn't as good as the first two. It doesn't like the storytelling is getting a little old and dry you know, yeah. from what we've had, but I really enjoyed it. I really did. And I'm bumping it up. I'm, I'm putting it above the first one in my yeah so i actually really enjoyed it quite a bit so you're going two three one yes or i guess five six four (laughs) yeah i guess stupid star wars (laughs) bullshit yes that's Uh, how i'm going with it but yeah no yeah it was i really enjoyed it this time around and i'm like man i've been i've been given this movie uh kind of a hard time that it didn't really deserve like i'm not saying I, i was walking around like fucking jedi what piece of shit but you know like people do with like the new ones yeah uh, no i I, i've always enjoyed this movie but i feel like this time i I don't know if it was an absence makes the heart grow fonder kind of thing but i i just this viewing i really enjoyed it and uh, and it really raised its uh i mean it's it's something that happens and you know as you as you get older your tastes may change and mm-hmm. and you may find you like something from in your like something better than you you did previously or you may dislike it i mean that's kind of the whole reason we're doing this and mm-hmm. and i like it better than the last time i i would say i saw it so fair yeah, i really enjoyed it fair now for you hun is this going to be another by default situation or are we going into uncharted waters here well mhm like I said, I really like the spot at the beginning. Yes. With the Java stuff, which actually went on for a fair bit, but mm-hmm. it never felt like it went on too long. Really like that. But does the rest of the movie hold up to make it a genuine double butter? Not an asterisk double butter. Or did the rest of the movie fall apart? Mm-hmm. And I'm just kind of like, the first part doesn't redeem the rest of it. Or shock of all shocks. This is my favorite one that we watched so far. Uh-huh. Of the Star Wars films. Mm-hmm. And I mean that genuinely. This is a double butter. Yeah. I honestly really enjoyed this movie. Awesome. This is my favorite Star Wars movie I've ever seen. Really? Wow. Out of, I think all of them. Out of all of them. I think this is my favorite out of all of them. I honestly like Empire was okay. Yeah. One was, uh, but this one was fun. I really had a good time. That's that's awesome to hear. There you go. I was not expecting the the end of this. You have your own arc through these movies as well. <laughs> I rank them three, two, one. <laughs> yeah, by the by the end of it, you went from being like, "Ugh, Star Wars," to "Wow, Star Wars was a lot of fun." Yeah, like I'm glad I finally have sat down and watched them. Return of the Jedi is my favorite Star Wars film. There you I go. can actually say to people, if we were to discuss. Which Star Wars movie did you like best? I wouldn't just say, I don't know, Rogue One was okay. Uh-huh. I would actually say, I really liked Return of the Jedi, actually. There you go. There you go. There you go. So that was worth it. The whole journey. The whole journey was worth it just to hear that. that- was it really about the journey or the friends we made <laughs> along the way? <laughs> well, that's awesome. I'm glad to hear. I, I figured you would be. I've been waiting... <laughs> few weeks to tell you that (laughs) (laughs) trying not to like i had to keep it from you for weeks to be like actually hunter turn of the jedi was my favorite one that's awesome that's great no that's awesome oh 
There you go. There you go. Laura. Big success. Laura loved a Star Wars movie. Uh, did I love it? You gave it a double butter. Yeah. Okay. I liked it a lot. I don't think I loved it, but I <laughs> okay. did. If I, if I, if, I, if in a year uh-huh. you were like, look, I really am in the mood to watch a Star War, but you get to pick which one, I would say this one. Okay. Well, there you go. There you go. But speaking of, speaking of picks, it's your pick. Mm-hmm. So that is going to do it for this week's episode. But next week's episode, it's back to Laura. I'm not ready to let spooky season go. Okay. We'll be watching this movie for Halloween. So it had to be But it's, we're, we're past Halloween. At this when point. it airs, it will be past Halloween. Yes. We are going to watch the 1999. What? <laughs> I just double checking in my mind. You got to think of it. I got to. House on Haunted Hill. Uh, Not Haunting of Hill House, House on uh, Haunted Hill. Oh, okay. Because they do get mixed up pretty which, easily. Yeah, I'm trying to remember which one. Is that the one with Liam Neeson? No, that's no. The Haunting. That's The Haunting, which is Haunting it's, Which of, is The Haunting of Hill House. And I almost said Haunting of Bly Manor, which, which is, is no. Not. That's the new show from, the new worst show from Flanagan. After he did Haunting of Hill House, the show, this is the one that is a remake of the Vincent Price film from like 59? Is this the one with Jeffrey Rush? Jo- okay. And Fonka Jensen. Yes. Okay, and Ali Larder. Ali Larder's in it. Oh, okay. So I like Ali Larder. Me I too. met her once. You did. You said she, she was, was really nice. She was very nice. Back when you, you know, used to hobnob, hobnob with-, with celebrities. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Now I'm just a chud down in the mud. Hey, you else. do talk to some celebrities still in your job. That's true. But not like I used to talk yeah. to Allie Larder. That's yeah, for sure. at a party. At a party. And give her film <laughs> advice. <laughs> hey, she asked. She asked. She I was did happy. the movie. She did. She's like, would you watch this movie? And I'm like, I would. I don't think we've seen we it. We haven't watched that movie. <laughs> I'm sorry, Allie Larder. Sorry, Allie Larder, because we know you're listening. <laughs> Could you imagine? <laughs> She's like, he told me he'd watch it. She's secretly addicted to podcasts. <laughs> Podcast with small followings. <laughs> All right, we'll look forward to that movie on next week's episode. Just, just it'll be like a Simpsons Treehouse of Horror from like. Oh yeah, when they used to like air them, them in, in November. November after elections and stuff. Yeah, Ugh. yeah. All right, well, <laughs> look forward to that movie next week for this episode of Bird Popcorn. I am Mike. I'm Laura, and we'll talk to you guys again soon. Bye.